The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a couple of machines from Mobile Suit Victory Gundam. No spoilers here at all this week. Uh, please enjoy the episode. Oh, and I think I forgot to uh, credit the person who we rolled, because um, this was, of course, a listener request uh, item from our listener request list. So a uh, quick thank you to Cass, uh, who requested this one. Friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, your home for you, because we're here to roll for you. I'm Six Stepmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. It's listener request time. It sure is. I'm Dylan, doing we jazz have hands. A, we have a whole host of excellent requests. A few terrible ones. That's okay. <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> inflicting torture upon podcast hosts is fine. It's a it's a proud tradition. Yeah, um, that's normal. I sent I sent an email into the to the a more civilized age Clone Wars uh, podcast asking why the ultimate form of force power is the evil frog, um, and they took that question. So you know, Good. rolling a d twenty here. All right. Okay. Well, this will be a short episode. <laughs> oh, what did we roll? What did we roll? Uh, we rolled a request from Cass. This is the ZMT S28S Gengauzo. Oh, well, the Gengauzo's great, though. Is the sure. It's, it's sick. The problem it's is just... it's a victory suit, which means it's going to be standalone, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of the problem. Um, You know what? I'm making an executive decision here. We're going to make this the, Fu- uh, uh, the, yeah, the Fuala Griffin Power Hour. Uh, Honestly, here for it. Let's do it. And we're going to also talk about the Xanak as well, okay? We'll do that. We'll do the Xanak and the Gengauza together. What about the... I mean, she's piloted other things. I mean, I guess we could talk about the Recarl. We already talked about the Xanspine, so... Wow, you remembered. Yeah. Um, All right. That was fairly recent. We'll start with the Gengauza because it was the listener request, and then we'll... You said the Xanspine was fairly recent? No, it wasn't. Was it not? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Was it that long ago that we did the victory? Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Time's fake. Anyway, Gengauzo time. Gengauzo time's real. It's happening right now. I know that that's tangible, so it's fine. Can I Can I do the fucking meme? Can I do... Me? Gengauzo. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking it, so I can't get that bad. I was thinking it the whole time, every time I've said it, but, you know. All right. ZMT S28S Gengauzo. Um, this is a mobile suit used by Fuala Griffin uh, near the end of Z- Victory. The interesting thing is this is the 28 and the Xanak is the 29, but this is actually used after the Xanak, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, yeah, no, because this is the machine she, you know, dies in. <laughs> um, oh, wait, what, what? I mean, spoiler episode. They should know. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm just being a pain in the ass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How unlike me. Um. Anyway, 
The Gengauzo, though, is a really interesting suit because it's actually a Vespa suit that is made with a Psychomu system. Um, so what's going on with this is starting. We'll start with the head. Uh, you've got a pretty standard, like, cool, you know, Zanskar style head. It's basically a fake Gundam head, is what you have happening. Like, it's got mm -hmm. like the two eyes. It's got a chin. It's got a face guard. It kind of like you know the way the Shoku's also a fake Gundam head. Um, however. This has replaced the Mohawk camera by doing a third eye down the middle of, like, you know, the Zanskir-style bug eyes, and that's cool as hell. It's um, extremely cool. Uh, with the torso, you've got a big rounded torso with a really huge cockpit hatch. Um, I really like... So, the thing I actually really like on this, um, also should note with this being a victory design, uh, of, you know, the specific artist for this is Ishigaki. I believe Ishigaki did... He at least did the Xanic as well. I don't know about the Recarl. No one cares about the Recarl, but anyway. Um, uh, so, it's Ishigaki for the Recarl. Okay. The, um, I really like the chest points, right? Like, the way, like, if you look at where the vents are on the side, like, they kind of have this armor that goes forward and, like, just goes into a point. I just really like that. It's just different. Um, mm -hmm. Adds a bit of excitement to what could have been a pretty plain torso. Um... The shoulders on this are massive. You've got really big shoulders uh, with, like, the armor is neat because it's, like, boxy in a way at the ends of it. Um, like, you've got these big square ends uh, with some downward pointed thrusters. Uh, the arms also are pretty neat because if you look at, like, the arm where you can see the joint facing forward, like, on the right arm, I really like that the joint is covered, but the arm bend is, like, there's a cut in the lower part that shows how it would bend you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's not like your standard gundam joint but like even though it's covered it shows you how it would you can see how this would bend um which i just think is neat i also quite like the uh little uh cuff and the arm guard there um it just looks good mm -hmm. uh this cool thing um these skirts i mean they're skirts they, they do the function of looking good though uh the crotch middle area ends in a slight point um you do have i always find it interesting when like suits do that to the waist like it's got like the little blue part on top because again it's like the original thing that does that that i always think of is federation suits having their little you know federation v in there and so many suits have just adopted that as like a thing we're gonna put a color separation in the middle of the skirt at the top like that and then like usually an indented area um but i mean yeah, you have to indicate where the mobile suits penis is uh, uh, anyway, the side skirts on this, uh, are actually two part. Um, it's like you, you, it's more accurate to say you have, uh, two front skirts and then, uh, two side skirts. And then the rear skirt is like this, like whole unit that looks like it's part of the side skirt, but you can see the separation there. Mm. Um, but when you're looking at it from behind, you, you can see it. Um, the, it also has one big tail unit, too, which, again, another good thing, because, you know, something like the Quinn Mansa or something, I like tails like that. It looks cool. Uh, the legs are great on this, also, because you've got, like, uh, I mean, thighs are thighs, um, but the lower legs have this, like, cool, like, hanging armor going on. Like, you've got, like, the knee armor, which has, like, a gap in it, and then when you go lower, um, you've got, like, little side of the leg armor, and then the part covering the back of the foot. And both of the armor there, they're kind of, like, free-floating. They're not on a frame in, like, how you would normally think of armor in Gundam. Um, I, I kind of like that it's just, like, this weird kind of floating, hanging armor like that. 
Yeah, um, I mean, this 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 mobile suit has an interesting look overall, but once you hit the knees on down, it just looks completely different from from anything I've seen yep. in this the series. The the feet also are really strange because you've got like so they have a clear gap in them. They're it's basically like two toes and then they've got like a little connective bit in the middle. Uh like near the front. But like mm-hmm. there's just like a big gap in them. There's a lot of gaps going on there, but I think it's really good is the thing. Um just cuz it looks different and it suitably fits like the, you know, like vibe of a lot of um Zanscare suits. Of course, the final bit to talk about would be this unit's backpack, uh, which is just a huge rack of beam weapons. Um, the backpack is basically that—that that is where you have the um, the psychomu unit. Is that it's just a giant funnel, like a single big funnel, is basically what it is, um, which I think is really cool. It's just like a big jetpack that can fly off, um, and. So, for weapons, um, as mentioned, the backpack, you can see the little beam emitters there. Uh, each of those is a triple beam emitter. And so, they're, they're just called beam launchers, like multiple beam launchers. Here's the thing. The way it gets used in the show, it fires force fucking lightning out of it. <laughs> Speaking of bringing up Star Wars earlier. Um, like, the way the beams come out, it does, like, a bunch of, like, cool squiggly lightning-looking beams. And a shit ton of them because, you know... Uh, you've got three barrels in each of these, and you've got five of them. So you got 15 squiggly beams shooting out of this. This is, like, actually one of the coolest machines in, in Victory. It's great. Oh, it's great. I love it in it's the show. extremely sick. Um, and the weapons don't stop there, because we also have its primary weapon, which is a beam saber slash beam mace. So when this is in beam saber mode... It looks like a pretty standard beam saber, but you notice that, like, the the saber at the bottom has a giant, like, ball. Like, it's pumping a lot of energy towards the bottom, and then just one spike is being allowed to come up. Um, what it can also do is extend the handle. And then also, basically, like, the way that my imagination goes, right? Because we know, like, a beam is contained within, like, an eye field, right? Is mm-hmm. that it just decides, what if we just kind of disco balled the eye field, like, around, like, with, like, little gaps? And so what you get instead is, like, this weird ball that just starts firing beams in, like, random directions and is basically, like, you know, a big mace slash morning star type thing. Yeah, it seems like it has, like, a, a sort of, like, a ball, a, a sphere of, of eye field containing, um... And, but it, like, has, like, intentional weaknesses at certain points, so the energy spikes through. It's It's really cool. And, I mean, apparently she can plan where she's using it, because she does use it as, like, a tricky weapon, is the thing, too. Like, um, one of the bits is, like, she, I think she hits with it and is blocking a saber hit with it, and then, like, makes one of the spikes shoot out into some shoulder armor. Stuff like that. It's cool. Fucking new types. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh... Does uh, have access to a beam shield as well. Um, I'm actually trying to see. Is the beam shield... Does it pop out of the arm there? Because it does mention a beam shield, but I'm not seeing... I don't remember using it in the show, and I'm not seeing it active in any of the pictures here. Um, But it does mention that it has one. It also does have a beam rifle. And the beam rifle... Pretty standard beam rifle. It's actually a very... For... For what a cool suit it is, it's actually very funny looking at the beam rifle, because the beam rifle for it is kind of just like a very, like, dinky little pistol. Or, well, rifle, I guess. It's still long enough to be a rifle, but... 
it's it's very simple in comparison mm-hmm. to the rest of this, which is kind of funny. Um, uh, so I looked into it. MAHQ uh, says it has two beam shields mounted in the forearms. Okay, so the forearms probably can pop open there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to assume because usually even victory kind of goes for like your usual uh, beam shield mounts, but that makes sense. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, this unit is great though. And there's no other real weapons to talk about. Uh, this thing is just cool. Um, oh, should mention the color scheme. You've got like a sort of like warm kind of gray color as well as a darker gray. And then like a very kind of darkish teal, teal green color. Um, mm-hmm. I like the color scheme though. It's really cool. It's funny because I normally hate teal. I actually really dislike it. But for hmm. some reason, it just fits this machine really well. I would, I would very happily buy a model of this. Of course, it's a victory suit, and so yeah, no, I so will they, never get a chance to. They, they hate us. Um, they hate victory fans, of course. Um, it's, it's really cool, though. Um, I, I just the backpack is great. Uh, the fact that it just flies around and starts firing lightning is great. Um, Fuol is fun to watch. You know. Problematic fave, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of lots of problems going on with Fuala and certain things that happen with her. But also fucking great. Um, there's also some interesting stuff with like the early Gengauza here. I, I always love this about the Ishigaki designs that we have so many sketches of. Um, we can see actually here by link. Um, like I. The early one's really interesting there. It has a different feel, but, like, it's still similarly cool. Um, for those on the wiki, it's at the bottom. Yeah, it's a lot sharper is the thing. That's true. Like, you don't have as many gaps going on. Like, even, like, with the feet and stuff, like, the gaps are more closed. Uh, and you've got, like, that point on the head. I still think this looks cool. And the backpack unit still looks really good also. Um, I like I like the I could go like I think I like both designs and for the main body I could go either way but I really prefer the backpack unit we got. That's fair. That is fair. They're both good. Also, um, the wiki notes this and there's no fucking uh thing you know saying it like that's like a citation. So with a grain of salt, but I can see where someone would come up with this. Apparently, someone on the wiki uh, put in the trivia section that the motif is designed based off Raijin. Um, which I could kind of see it with the backpack looking like the drums. I could see it. Um, but again, I don't always grain of salt that stuff. There's also an earlier design these uh, that this is derived from, which is very strange. Uh, the Zancock is its name. I guess the Zanuck was also partially derived from this, um, which is appropriate because we'll be talking about the Zanuck soon. Uh, this thing is weird. Yeah. Uh, I do... Okay, I can see where the Zanuck is in the lower right, because you can see it has the giant shoulder cannon. Um, mm, there's also yes. a version that has shoulder claws, and a version that has a very... Er- oh, okay. Okay, it is a Ryzen theming. Fuck. Okay, Wiki, you win. Because if you look at the Zanuck <laughs> there, look at the look at the beam emitters. They have lightning bolts drawn on them. Well, and, and also, I mean, it has lightning bolts that it shoots, so... Yeah, and it does shoot lightning... Fuck, I didn't even think about that connection. God damn it. All right, yep. fair enough, Wiki. You can have that one. Um, <laughs> the final one there on the right, speaking of pointy boys, though, oh my god, that leftmost Zancock is... It's got, like, a smiling mouth on its chest. It's a weird-looking guy. Ah, uh, that's that's a strange friend. Um, but I still like it, because, again, Ishigaki's designs, I just, I just like looking at his robots. They're good. 
um, desperate for Gingauzo to get some love in model kit form or anything. Um, speaking of things also desperate for love for, uh, our next unit, because there's no variants of the Gingauzo, is the ZMT S29 Zanic. But before that... Uh, do we have to talk about the recurl? Okay. No, no, I just okay. just a really quick fun fact. Do you know how long ago it was that you got to talk about the Zan Spine? No. It's been over nine months. The, the years are fake, time is fake. That feels like... See, that episode feels like it was like months, like a couple months ago at most to me. It's weird. Selective memory, I guess. January 6th. Oh my god. <laughs> what, what month is it? Fuck, it's October! Ah! I don't like thinking about it. I hate the passage of time. It makes me feel weird. <laughs> Anyway, Xanic. Xanic, not Passage of Time. Instead, we have the Carnival Machine. Um, I love this thing, though. So the Xanic, very different design direction. This one, you do have a very pointy head, though. Um, so you've got a pointy head with a little inlaid face, red eyes, covered in yellow lights. And those are lights. We do see when this is firing, it's being canon, that the lights on the head here and also on the collar do just start flashing like a sign trying to get you to go to like a fucking... like. Eat at Joe's. Ball pit or something. Eat at Joe's. Like, yeah, or an eat at Joe's <laughs> sign. Something. It's just, it's very signage-like. Um, pretty simple torso. You've got a big, beefy cockpit area again. Um, some inlaid um, vents. But, like, nothing really major going on uh, with the torso otherwise. Some simple boxy shoulders as well with the Xanic. Um, though I do like the forearms. I do like the, like fancy design going on like with the uh forearms there uh just kind of same thing with the gingauzo i just like that you know there's a tension paid there because we've talked about like 90s okawara gundams right where we've talked mm -hmm. about how plain like arms and especially legs can be um and i feel like that's where like uh ishigaki does a really good job of making the mobile suit just look have like unique bits like i really like the arms there uh the skirts are cool uh spiky skirts pretty standard setup as well um, the legs are great. Uh, you've got, like, a cool cut for the knees. You've got some, thru uh, like, thruster slash vents on the ankles. Uh, the feet are gigantic, and it has, like, big heels. And also, like, a big toe piece. Um, the backpack for this, um, you do have one central backpack piece, which is just, like, a bunch of thrusters. And then you have what your eye is probably drawn to immediately on noticing this machine. Uh... Two pieces that are swept back that are actually part of the shoulders. The reason why the shoulders look plain is because they do have a slight transformation because these two half rings pull forward. And then you've got this cool little, like, swept out, what they are called is Minovsky particle accelerators. Um, what? Why are they accelerating Minovsky particles? Uh, What's the point of that? Well, the point of that is this thing has a little UFO it chills on and a Big fuck-off beam cannon that is also covered in more lights, by the way. Should know. Um, so, okay. Uh, you've got these two big rings, and what they do is they ignite, and you and they just start making particles be generated, I guess, is the way to think of that. While this stands on a freaky little UFO, I don't really know how to describe it, other than it kind of looks like a bug from F91, but scaled up. Uh, and it also, the, the little bug also is, I believe it's also a particle accelerator, because you can see it's doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and this has a giant cannon. I mean, when this is introduced, it's not the suit that's introduced. What you watch is, I believe it's the reinforces running around, 
and a giant red beam parts the clouds, and it's so fucking cool. And then they realize, ah, Fuala's here, and up in, like, you know, above the cloud line, firing down at us. Um, with giant red beam cannons, and it's so good. Um, the, the problem is... What? So, Mouski Particle Accelerator, sick. Xanic Base, sick. The gun, sick. The machine they're all attached to, dumb. The Xanic's a little silly, but the thing is, I, I the problem is I like it because of that whole context is the thing, right? Like... It's cool when it's introduced because it it's just hanging out on a UFO firing downward, and it's great. Um, also, it swings the gun into a gun easy to kill one of the Shrike team, if I, I think that kills them. I can't remember if that kills a Shrike team member or if it just knocks the head off. Um, but I do know that it definitely hits a gun easy with the gun, which is great. I mean, it's definitely enough to kill a member of the Shrike team with the way they're yeah. written, tragically. Um, oh, it's so good, though. It's just really good. Um, this is also, again, we've talked about the Ryzen theming. Well, this also has the Fusion theming with, like, the way the rings are, right? It's kind of like the big cloth sash on the back. Yeah. Um, so I can see that now. I have to begrudgingly accept that the wiki's trivia section was correct instead of incorrect, which it can frequently be. Um, how, how sad. Um... Oh, also should note, this does have a 7-tube missile launcher that is mounted in the torso. This one actually has a function to the big torso. Um, now, it does say it has a 7-tube missile... Oh, okay, it does have two. I was going to say, it better have two. If it only had one on the one side, that'd be very funny. No, it does have two. Okay. Um, and yeah, so when the torso part can pop open. There are little doors there, and it's, you know, it's got missiles. A mi missile. Boom, boom, boom. And then also a beam saber. I mean, it's a beam saber. Um, I still think this is a fine suit. Um, it does have a psychomy system as well. Um, I, it just, I love the carnival machine lights also. They're just great. I love just when it like, does all the beepy lights and they all light up and then red cloud that fucking pierces, the red beam that pierces the clouds. It's so good. It's extremely um, sick. I just wish it was attached to a cooler thing. That's fair. Xanax a little silly. Um, no variations, unfortunately, also, because, again, Victory woefully underrepresented in that area. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess we have to talk about, because this is the Foala Griffin special, and she does pilot one of these, um, as do other people, uh, we have the ZM-AO5G Recarl. Mm -hmm. This is an atmospheric mobile armor. Uh... uh so, we basically just have a little shmup fighter, which is cute. Just not a thing I super care about. Um, yeah. I do like that it has weird little, like, mobile suit feet for its little landing craft things on the sides, by the way. Like, it, it's almost like it's like, ah, I'm a very short mobile suit. Um, but it, it basically just has a, it has a mega particle gun that is slung under the body. Uh... And then it has a beam can or two beam cannons as well uh, that are for like more close range engagements. Um, where are those beam cannons? I don't remember. Does it say? Uh, it just says it can employ them. Okay, I'm betting they just pop out somewhere then. Uh, it's a it's also a, it's a mobile armor from Victory. Uh, if you want detailed notes on this, good luck. Um. I feel like it just looks like a, uh, oh gosh, 
What's the fucking life preserver from Zeta? Why can't I think of it right now? Uh, life preserver? Yeah. It's a transforming yellow mobile suit that oh, forms Ashamar? the disc- Yeah, it looks like an Ashamar that that's like sort of shaved down and can't transform. Yeah, it's really strange. Um, the unfortunate thing for me is I actually really like some of the early uh, concepts for it because it was originally a transformable. Um as you can see here. And I think this thing is sick, actually. Like, this is, like, a weird... Oh, like, huh. Like, the bottom one is great. It has, like, weird, um... Like, beam shield things going on, like, rotors on the sides on the bottom one, and it's, like, a weird... Almost like a... Like, how bees get depicted in JRPGs with, like, the butt down as, like, mm-hmm. a beam cannon. Um... And it's really cool. There's also an early, even earlier one that doesn't quite have, like, the B motif going on. It's just, like, a weird... I don't even know how to describe that mobile suit mode. Just, like, a weird... This is an armored core enemy. This is, like, an MT that you run into an armored core that's, like, autonomous at some point is what that is. Then um, it turns also into, like, a weird little flying guy. Um, mm-hmm. I like both of these concepts a lot because the transformable nature of them and, like, the mobile suit modes looking really different is really good. Um, it just makes me really sad that the final one is just like this, just a ship. It's literally just a ship, basically. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not very exciting in that way. Why do you think they made that choice? Um, I mean, I have to imagine it's simpler to animate. Um, and just, I I don't know why else. It's, that's my main conclusion. Because here's the thing. If you look at the early recarl, the second one at the bottom, it's pretty close to, like, the uh, recarl that we get, like, in mm-hmm. terms of its raw shape. Um, it's just you replace the area where the head pops out and, like, the body folds down with a cockpit, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's actually pretty close to the final one. Um, I mean, hell, the final one even has the little side port still that the, uh, that the rotors would have uh, kind of, like, fluttered out of. Um mm-hmm. So, like, it even has that element there, but it just doesn't do that anymore. And again, we even noted, those little side bits look almost like feet or arms or something, right? They look like little limbs, and instead in the final mode, they're just, like, landing claws that look really odd. Um, <sighs> Just making me sad, because like I said, I really actually like the other ones. Um, Those concept ones are great, and the final one is just so... Because, again, it's just... I mean, why not just make a mobile suit that can do this? I mean, I guess it's huge is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is a big this is a big guy. I guess is the problem. And, it, like, the way it works is it has, um... It has, like, two uh, Minovsky fusion reactors in it instead of just one, which is why it can use, like, such a high-power beam cannon. Then again... What if this was a cool transforming mobile suit that was huge like that, that looked like a fucking beat? That'd be great. Especially fitting with the theme of, you know, all the Vespa suits in Victory. I mean, they're called Vespa. I, I, I mean, I wonder if it's just a case where they didn't want her, like, they didn't want to give her a suit that was too sick early on. Like, they're giving this machine to three different people. You don't, you want the really cool ones to be unique to a pilot. God, Chronicle Asher's art, like, is just this character art for the anime, by the way, is fucking hilarious. Sorry, I just clicked on that, and look at him. He's just, this standing pose is so funny to me. 
I don't know. He, he look, it looks like his arms are too long, right? It does. It's, I mean, I mean, it just looks like a guy who's like, uh, how, how do you, how, how photo I pose. <laughs> <laughs> just something off about his design in that specific image. Um, but yeah, also we're not seeing him with his little mask on, uh, always, always strange. Um, Oh god, the crying one. <laughs> who is that drawn by? I need to see uh, who the Victory Gundam manga is by. Oh, uh, that's uh, Toshia Iwamura. Okay, no, it's not someone I know. Cuz that like that specific art style there. Like, I mean, here's the problem. That that crying chronicle you just posted is basically drawn in like every like late 80s shonen style, like mm-hmm. heavily detailed shonen style. So well, the fun thing is the rest of the manga doesn't look like that. No, it's just that one thing. <laughs> it just transforms, which transforms I, into I, a fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part One character. Which frankly is a bit I always enjoy. God. When people change art styles to show how how like emotional they are. Yeah, because hold on, yeah, no, that's is that supposed to be Uso? I just loaded that main page there. Yeah, that's supposed to be Uso. What the fuck? Why does Uso look like a? He's like. He, this manga makes him look like the lead to, like, a Brave series or something. Like, his haircut, like, is that having his, like, very, like, restrained bull cut? He's instead got, like, very, like, look at the shonen hair. I mean, he's, this is my he's favorite got... Pokemon spinoff. God. Ah, uh, anyway. Yeah, that's the recarl, though. Uh, wasted potential. I mean, that happens sometimes. Don't hate it, hate it, but seeing what it could have been just made it like feel all the more bitter to me. I guess is the problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for it. I just, you know, it's basically, it's just like a, you know, it's basically a battleship, right? Like they call it a mobile armor, but I mean, it's a fifty meter long big thing, like that's just a ship with a gun. Like it's basically a battleship. It can carry a decent number of people, I imagine, being fifty meters. Let's see. Yeah. Well, passenger cabin's got six seats, and then you've got the cockpit, which has two seats. Or no, three seats. So you can you can fit a decent amount of people on this. Yeah. No, anyway, miss potential. Yep. It happens. It does. It does. Anyway, uh, otherwise the foil of Griffin special that was fun. And um, we're gonna t- we're gonna quickly uh, do do the thing that we do now where we make up for a past a past lapse. Oh, okay. What was the new mistake? Uh, this isn't a mistake. It's just we forgot a variant last week. What did we forget last week? Uh, oh, this is the... going to be right. this is this is really not spoilers. This is a build machine, but it's not relevant to anything at all. So, <sighs> Dynamis put... with gun. Yeah, Dynamis arm arms. But yeah, this is really not actually a spoiler. <laughs> this is a Dynamis that is wearing like so. What it has equipped is a bunch of the system weapons weapons like from the old system weapons packs they would do. A couple of not-system weapons ones, but, like, the swords are from the system weapons pack, I'm pretty sure there. Um, and basically, it's just, like... So, you've got a fancier cloak. Like, mainly fancier in that it is designed to be able to have these, like, extra joints and, like, weapons put into it. And you've got some sub-arms with some random munitions. Um, various, like, you've got, like, a bazooka on the right side... You got the GN sniper rifles in hand, like the normal one. You've got, I'm presuming, just a beam rifle in the left hand there, and 
I don't know what that the shape of that in the leg is. Maybe a GM launcher of some type? It's it kind of looks like one. Gotta be a beam one. weapon yeah. with a barrel like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got two subarms holding swords uh, on the um, on the cloak, like underneath the cloak. And then over the back, you've got a six-barrel Gatling gun and a four-barrel one. My presumption would be one is beam and the other is uh, solid shell. Because why else would you do two different like mini guns like that? This I mean, is just like the laziest example of a custom in in a way that bothers me, which is why I didn't care. I di- I will admit I didn't know that the cloak changed a little for it. Um, it's also a different color. It's more of a gray than the yeah. green. I mean, I I like this because it's absurd. I like subarms and stuff. Like stares at my nightingale model I finished building on to my right, but like. I, it's not good. The ones here, <laughs> they have to be smartly placed is the thing, right? Mm. And, like, this is just kind of haphazard, I think. I guess I always, like, it's from, like, Build Fighters Ignition, which is, who the fuck knows? No one's ever seen this. <laughs> no. It's not real. Um, But I guess I always assumed that it was a joke in the series. Oh, no. Build Fighters Ignition, from what I just looked up, is a fanon thing. Uh, it's someone's fanfic. Did they did, did they put that it's from that on the wiki? They put it on a different. There are not a, the the wiki itself barely has okay. any information. I found another link. It turns out it was uh, <laughs> misleading. <laughs> oh okay. I was gonna say Build Fighters Ignition. This is someone's fanfic. Uh, not to dump on whoever wrote that. I'm just saying. Yeah, um, you're you're allowed to have uh, your fanfic, I, but you, I you keep, tricked I, me. we just. We keep away from that. I keep. A- this is why I get mad at the wiki so often. You you will always hear me go, ah, there's fan art. I'm mad now. Um, right. But yes. Anyway, that, that's on. The, that's the, on me. They didn't claim to be anything else. I just was deceived. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. But oh uh, yeah, this is okay. This this just exists. This is oh, this is a Kamaguchi. No, it's yeah, not. no, no, no. It's not. It's this is literally just like Bandai Hobby Pro Shop. I, all I can guess is that someone got bored in the back room and was like, what if a, what if we put a lot of weapons on the Dynamis? And then they made this, and they're like, hey, let's market that as a build thing. And then they did, and that's it. Like, it's just so haphazard. It's really weird, because some of the things on it are kind of unique. Like, that, like, GM launcher or whatever that is on the leg, um, you don't get that anywhere else. It's not like that's a recycled part, you know? Like, that's what's weird about this. Like, it's not like... This isn't, like, lazy in that it's recycled. It's just not a fun variant to me. I mean, I and think it's... It, like, I, think it's uh, I think it's fun as, like, a, as just, like, a thing to exist. But, like, it's I not I think there are good. cooler ways it could have been done. The thing that bothers me is that it is labeled here as a uh, Katsumi Kawaguchi custom-made mobile suit. Maybe. Like, I guess there is a possibility this is true. I think it's really unlikely that, like, the designer head of all Gunpla built this piece of garbage. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, no. Unless, and, again, he was having fun in the back office. Yeah, maybe he made this on, like, his lunch break as a joke, and someone's like, we should produce this, and he's like, no, please don't. <laughs> this is like this is like making a product out of making fun of your friend. It's not. <laughs> All right. Anyway, with that, 
with that with that uh addition out of the way i would think that we are done this week right yes uh dylan where can people find you on the internet you can find me on the internet at low poly robot on twitter.com six where can people find you uh you can find me uh at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r and you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia um i don't think any of Fluala Griffin's suits have Gunpla. Nope. Even though uh, there was a promise that they were going to make one of the Xanic. Wasn't a promise, it was a poll, and as we all know, as G-Self fans know, these polls are nothing. They I, are yeah. simply gauging the interest and then crushing the dreams. Still, I, regardless, I want to tell Bandai that you're acting extremely rude to this woman right here. Peace. Defense, demo, you know, Kimmy Gamma, you know.